Hello, Panther fans. Howdy. Howdy. Hi there. We are High Top Radio Drive in downtown Pikeville. It's the Hell Podcast, presented by Walters Auto Group and Faith Pharmacy. And, boys, it was a good night on Friday night. It sure was. Nice homecoming. Nice, nice, nice vibe to that game. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Very proud of our boys. We'll get to that in just a second. But first, boys, I've, I've kind of dropped the ball. I do that on occasion, you know, but it is what it is. Um, we got to do some shout-outs. Mm-hmm. Got to. You know, we haven't done it in a while. That's my fault. But, you know, I, I, we, we, we put this show on and – we told everybody we're not professional, and by George, we're not going to let them down. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Okay? So, anyway, I'm going to let Bub, you go first. Okay, my shout-out uh, this week will go to Charlize Compton, yeah. a student over at Pikeville Elementary School. Machine. Uh, yeah. Uh, dominated and uh, won the uh, state championship in cross-country. Um, Out of 122 people. Yeah, 122 kids, uh, you know, uh, went down there and whooped everybody. So, naturally, when, uh, you know, somebody from Pipeville goes down and and, uh, whoops everybody in the state, we're going (laughs) to congratulate them. So, congratulations to Charlize and her family and her coaches and her teammates. And uh, good job. Absolutely. Hell Podcast high five to that girl. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's that's just amazing. (laughs) Even, even Eunice is impressed. Right. Yeah, what is it? I'm not even mad. That's just amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty good. All right, uh, Doug. Uh, shout out to Pipeville High School on an awesome homecoming. Uh, even got to see Darby Powers go to a Pipeville homecoming. It was yeah. awesome. So, you know, they did a good job like they always do. It's good to see kids win a game and have some fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's and awesome. congratulations to uh, Adam Blankenship and uh, Kelsey yeah. Adams, the homecoming king and queen. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But if you don't know who we are, no, 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 I'm done with this. I mean, they see our faces every single week. Let's just get done with it. They know who we are, but i got to introduce this feller. Okay, if you have not listened to the old podcast, he's a regular on the show. Long yep. time no see. Yeah. Yes, yes. Glad to have you back. I know you're a busy well, our, man. Our audience has never seen you on yeah, the show before. No, no. But they're going to see For good reason. <laughs> they heard you on the show, but they've never seen you. <laughs> but... He's Mr. Panther. He's Mr. Highlight Film. One of my good buddies back in high school, Mr. Lucas Burchett, Pikeville High School class of 2010. Are we ever going to have a reunion? Yeah, that is apparently the question. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the big question. We, COVID struck last year. We supposed to have a reunion. Didn't have a reunion. Hopefully, was going to have one this year. Don't look like everybody can get there. So now, maybe next year. Maybe in the spring. Maybe right right in time for baseball season. Yeah, twelve years. Yeah, when Lucas can't be there, probably. We'll uh, we'll do it at the Panther Classic. There you go. (laughs) I I like that. But Lucas, any shout outs today? Well, he stole mine. Mine was going to be Adam Blankenship and Kelsey Adams. Oh, sorry, man. King and Queen. But uh, what about the Prince? Uh, Luke Shirtliff, I believe. So I'll give. I'll Mm -hmm. switch to him. Son of. Panther run, former Panther running back linebacker Robert Shirtliff. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, congratulations. Hey, they did an awesome job at homecoming. Yeah, Everybody yeah. did. And I like the way that they, uh, you know, had it outside, uh, you know, over there where the Faith Pharmacy is and all that. Where, what is that? Uh, the Farmer's, Farmer's Market. Market. Yes. Yeah. yeah, had it over there. looked like everybody had fun. So, good job to everybody over there for making that happen. And, of course, Corbin didn't go. Well, that's because Corbin's a loner. Yeah, a lot of them some people have to work. Yeah, yeah. yeah Corbin yeah. did have to work, but he wouldn't win even if he didn't. Have to work. <laughs> he's just a he's a loner, Dottie, a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> that, and you know that farmers market. I've noticed that you get a lot of Pipeville fans and visitors that tailgate there. Yeah, um, if you've never done it, yeah, tailgate. we used to tailgate there all the time before COVID back in twenty nineteen. Every yeah. home game we tailgate. Over it's there, a so. great place to go throw a grill out and uh, tailgate and. You know, they encourage it. So, yeah, do yourself a favor. Go down there an hour or two before the game and hang out. I say, yeah, that, that food last time I had it was awesome. All right, I'll do some quick shout-outs here real quick before we get started. First shout-out, and I haven't done it in a while, is to, if you see this logo behind us, is to Mr. Dustin Boyd for our amazing logo. Also did our theme music. He's done a lot of stuff for us. We appreciate you, Dustin. We love you. Uh, you know, if you want to... Here comes my favorite part. If you are an aspiring rapper, 
in the 606. Yeah, just just remember, it's East Coast, West Coast, and the Hills. <laughs> That's the hip-hop hotbeds, man. Of course. It's New York, L.A., and Pikeville. Yeah, hey, listen. Luke, Luke knows. Luke knows all about the Hills. He's a big supporter. <laughs> but, as, as Heath used to say, raised on the mean streets of the Bulls edition. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. They are mean. <laughs> they are mean streets. <laughs> but, hey... You know, even if you want to try that out and you're from the main streets of the Bowls Edition or anywhere else, or, you know, you're from a different place and you want to become a rapper or anything like that, hit Dustin up. Also, if you are making a highlight video or anything like that, like a vlog, uh, you know, hit him up. He'll give you a good price. It's uh, Debo underscore 606 on Instagram. He's got all his beats on there. He does an awesome job. You remember that time, Lucas, back in the hood when it was real tough in those days? And, and the neighbors, man, they had their grass like a quarter of an inch too long. <laughs> hey, that's man, no that joke, some, man. You'll get rode up for that. some crime-ridden days, man. <laughs> Neighborhood regulations. You will, get, <laughs> you will get a strongly worded warning from the city of Bible if your grass is one inch too high, I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, I got one before. <laughs> I did, man. Oh, God. All right, anyway, also... Another shout-out is to uh, Caitlin Copley. If you see my hair, and I think it looks amazing. Caitlin, don't call me Michael Copley. Yeah, yes. it, <laughs> I, like your, I like what you did there. I really do. Uh, but anyway, uh, she does an awesome job uh, over there at Studio 23. Uh, downtown Pikeville's right next to the police station. Uh, go, give her, uh, go give her a shot, man. I'm telling you, I, when I first walked in there, you know, they told me that she'll do a heck of a job, and by George, she does. So I, yeah. I appreciate it. And if you just want proof, look at this beautiful thing right here. It's I'm magnificent. Ah, oh, man. You see, that, you see that hair? He killed a guy. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt Branham's not here. So anyway, all right. That's it for shout-outs. So let's get right into it. Beautiful Friday night until it started raining. It only rained for a second. So yeah, it only rained for a second. But still, you know, we, we talked about it on the pregame. We knew it was kind of inevitable what was going to happen. Sure. Yeah. You know, and we're not going to sugarcoat anything. We, I wish Phelps and more of our district opponents, uh, you know, would get better so we have better competition. But, you know, it is what it is. That being said, though, Jr. and I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, um, Phelps, and i got to take my hat off, Phelps, DBs, coverage-wise, played a pretty good game against Pikeville's receivers. I mean, we have some good, solid receivers. And coverage-wise, Brandon Lowe had to make a heck of a catch for a touchdown. And, you know, and Zach is a heck of a receiver. And, and you know, they did as good a job as they could have on those receivers. Uh, well, I'll Just say – Just up front, that, they got to get better. I'll say this. They have, they've got a couple players. They do, you know, the – Yeah, uh, Dotson kid, that big uh, yeah. defensive tackle. Dotson and, and number 34, and uh, shout out to Sherry uh, Davis that I work with. That is her nephew, uh, Braxton. Heck, uh, they, they play hard. Yeah. They do. They try really hard, but it takes 11 guys. You know, it takes 11 battles to win the war, and I just don't think they're ready yet. And they've beat some people, but, yeah. you know, to come in and knock Pikeville off at home, at homecoming, you, yeah. you got to play a perfect game. But to paint the picture, it's, it's really so many touchdowns to describe. Uh, it was 36, 34 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. Uh, had a lot of scores from a lot of different people. Uh, still proud of Wade Hensley. He showed up, caught a touchdown yeah. pass. Yeah. That kid, Lucas, I, I got to tell you, man, you're around that program. Can you see every day like this kid taking that next step every single day like he does? Yeah, I think uh, for Wade, a lot of it uh, has been he's matured a lot physically over the last couple of years. I mean, he is uh, as athletic as anybody on the team. He's finally starting to put it together, I think, on both sides of the ball, which I think some of the physical has to be paired with some of the mental. And I think both are starting to click a little bit right now and playing really well. And he's going to be important uh, down the stretch if uh, the team is going to do well uh, here at the end of the regular season moving into the postseason. I think Wade is going to have to be uh, good for us on both sides of the ball, and he's trending that direction for sure. I'm, I'm excited to see In, in my opinion, as far as Wade goes, and this is just purely speculation, but it's kind of what I see, 
uh, Wade is being a lot more comfortable being Wade Hensley. Okay, he doesn't have to go out and prove that he's Jackson Hensley. Okay, he figures out he's Wade, and Wade's Wade's who we need. And Wade's a good football okay. player, really and, good and, football. And, player. Yeah, and and so you know, I, I think now that Wade has kind of figured that out, I think you saw a lot lot better performance out of him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, while you're talking about receivers, uh, you had passing wise, you had um, Isaac passing four for six, 80 yards, three TDs, obviously only in about a half of action. Um, uh, and you had Duty go three for four, 36 yards. Receiving, you had Lockhart with 39-yard touchdown. Reception, so he had one reception, 39 yards, touchdown. Uh, Wade, one reception, 13 yards, touchdown. Brandon Lowe, two receptions, 28 yards, touchdown. And then Blankenship, one reception, six yards, Hall, one reception, 10 yards. Bevins, one reception, 20 yards. So, it's spread out. Yeah, it was spread out. And I'll tell you something else. Um, I'm impressed with Duty as well. I think that kid for the future uh, could make some noise. I and really start, do. You know, he's starting to click there in his JV minutes. And, and, and you know, that, that's what I'm saying. We talked about that before. It's critical. You know, mop-up duties. Yeah. You know, those are varsity snaps against varsity players and game speed. So, you know, it, it should – the future looks bright. Yeah, well, you what do you think, Luke? You th- have you seen like stuff with Isaac Doty, him taking those you know steps like Wade is, you know, to you really step up and be a guy for the future for the Panthers. Well, when you talk about Isaac Doty, what you have to remember is that this is a kid who thought about it and could easily be an eighth grader yeah. this year. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, he may look, and he's probably six two, six three, and I feel yeah. like he grows a half inch every week at this point. I think he's taller than Isaac. But he's a, a big kid. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, he's like Kudzu. He's like a foot He's like a foot longer every time you see him. Yeah, <laughs> and, and physically, he's going to kind of remind people uh, of Isaac. If you yeah. put him in a number eight jersey and walked him out there, I, I, the mannerisms may not be the same, but I don't know that anybody would catch it right off the bat. Yeah. Um, but he's got a, a cannon for an arm, real good uh, baseball player as well. Uh, will probably pitch some for us in the spring Um, but he I think is in a perfect situation as a freshman uh, to be able to see uh, what Isaac does on a day-to-day basis he's getting good reps uh, on scout team at quarterback against one of the best defenses in the state so there's nothing really that can replace those reps he gets uh, on the scout team for offense and then we've had some JV games where he's done really well so I think he's progressing at a good rate and uh, definitely going to be someone to look forward to in the future. I have to shout this kid out real quick before I forget about it. A guy that you have to look at. We all know about Brandon Anthony. I mean, he's showing up every single week. Yeah, he's a stud. Yeah. He's a stud. And a guy that's, that's on the bench right now, he's a freshman. Um, Deontay Stevens has the potential Got to be something special. If he puts it together, it could be something that we haven't seen down here in a long time. Well, and that's the I, thing. I These kids got some time, yeah. you know, and, and, they're, and they're freshmen. So, you know, it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. But look, let's get back into the game real quick. Luke, what were you impressed with in this game? Like, what what did you see? Did you think that, hey, we didn't put her uh, – we didn't, like, slack off. We came out here on a mission. We're still staying on that path. Did you, did you think that we stayed on that course? <coughs> I think both ways it was a really clean game as far as there weren't a lot of penalties. Either way, there were a couple Phelps, I think, false starts that really kind of had to be called. We had a couple uh, blocking the back, a couple holds right there in a row, it seemed like. But I think for the most part, we were really focused, came out and took care of business, which I think is important. No real letdown. And once again, defensively, uh, what a great job the varsity defense did. It seemed like Phelps, every other play at least, was a no gain or a negative yardage play. Uh, so defense continues to play lights out. If I am not mistaken, Luke, uh, you would probably know more about this than I would, but I, not to my knowledge, Phelps did not gain a first down on our varsity defense all night. I think it was 41 to nothing when Phelps got their first first down. Yeah, it was – you'd already had kind of your second and third team right. guys mm-hmm. in there at that point, and uh, uh, they actually got that first down because we jumped off sides and it was like third and – three or something like that so it was a first down by a penalty now they got a couple more after that and was kind of in danger to score there at the you know toward the end of the game but uh to my knowledge phelps never got a first down on us 
Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. And then shout out to Jeb Wilkerson for keeping that shutout alive. Yeah. Here's an interesting one that I looked up just because I was curious uh, looking at – I always try to look at the series history each week before we play an opponent. And since uh, Sully, Paul Sullivan, took over as defensive coordinator in 2014, Phelps has scored 12 points against <laughs> us. Wow, that's wow. impressive. Wow. Um, just to finish up offensive stats. Yeah, let's go um, on that, Doug. Rushing-wise, you had Blake Birchfield – Eight attempts for 110 yards, two TDs. Uh, so you know that keeping Mom, that on listen, track. Man, uh, that's uh, an off night for yeah. yeah that's really, an off know. night for Blake. And, you know what's going we'll on, Blake? Huh? We'll you, get to stat leaders in a minute, but he's still number one, the number one rusher in the state. You, you and your girlfriend into it or something? What's the matter? <laughs> uh, you had Hootie Thomas, two attempts, 26 yards. Good to see him back. Yeah. Carson Wright saw him Good, run the ball. Go, oh my lord, we okay. got to talk about that in a minute. Two attempts, 35 yards. Uh, Coleman, one attempt, nine yards. Coleman, two attempts, 47 yards. Stevens, two attempts, eight yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. Okay, all of y'all out here in TV land, I want you to, uh, uh, with me, whenever Carson Wright gets the ball or is on the field or is anything, I want you to do this with me, okay, because I'm doing it with you. Everybody out in the stands, everybody. Hey folks, this is Heath Robinson from the Hale Podcast telling you about our good friends and our presenting sponsor of the Hale Podcast, Faith Pharmacy. Stop by and see Christy and the gang soon and let them show you why you got to have faith. Call 509-6337, that's 509-MEDS, free delivery in and around the Pikeville area. Tell them the Hale Podcast sent you. Hey guys, this is Doug Powers from the Hale Podcast. Check out our presenting sponsor, Walters Automotive Group, for great deals on your next car. When others won't, Walters will. Visit walterswill.com and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Hello, Panther fans. This is JR from the Hell Podcast. The grass really is greener here at First Guard Fence, and it's because we understand the value of fostering a unique company culture that puts customers first. Check us out at firstguardfencecompany.com to call today at 606-205-3828 and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Hey, guys, check out our friend Dr. Shane Hensley at Downtown Dental. Call 606-433-1488 for an appointment. Dr. Hensley has been serving the area since the year 2000. That is 606-433-1488, and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Hello, Panther fans. If you are looking to have the time of your life, then come check out VR Heroes located at 113 Caroline Street in Pikeville. They're taking virtual reality into a whole new level. You can play games, climb Mount Everest, drive Indy 500 cars, hunt zombies, perform surgeries, and much more. So give them a call at 606-422-9270 and start your new adventure with VR Heroes today. And tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Alright, so we gotta get into that. Now they wrote an article about this. Yeah, very in good article paper. by yes, Randy now. White in the uh, uh, News Express. Uh, I shared it on Facebook. Uh, he deserves it. Yeah. He deserves every bit of it. Kid's a hard yeah. worker, loves the game of football, great teammate. Uh, you know, I, I haven't been in the locker room a whole lot. Luke, you probably know about it more than I do, but as far as I could see, and when I coached him, heck of a teammate. Look, uh, just the fact that he has had to sit out two of his varsity years, I'm just telling you, I don't think I had – at that age, had the mental toughness to do what he has done. Yeah. I mean, I, he's a tough kid. That alone is impressive to me, and to watch your teammates and and be at every practice and be at every game and keep a positive mindset. You know, it's difficult, and for what he's done, I mean, that that kid that deserves a lot. Let's just let's just put it this way. You know, last year, whenever that happened, and I think it was against Henry Clay, if I'm correct on yeah. that, right? Yeah, when it happened. Uh, you saw the energy. Just tell you how important that kid is. You saw the energy of our football team after we were up like 21-7 to 7 or something like that. You saw the energy of our football team just drop to the floor because that kid means so much to this football team, not, because, not only because of his talent but because of his leadership and what he brings to that defense. And – you know, it, it just brung everybody down. Like, how much more bad luck can this kid have, you know? Yeah, and it's tough. Yeah. All this, and then when he got in, I think it was against Sayer in the first time, you saw the crowd, especially the uh, 
fan section go crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was screaming, you know, hey, it's great to see that kid back out there. And let me tell you, all right, did he look like, you know, he he <laughs> did he look like the Carson that we saw his freshman year that was, you know, explosive? He looked like a kid that's been rehabbing from a knee injury for yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah. Well, I said one, injury, like one he's good, got an H on it. One good takeaway, though, and I watched this, you know, when he would break into the holes, yeah. his lateral quickness looked good. Yeah. Uh, that's the one thing I kind of look for when you talk about ACL, you know, rehabs and stuff like that. The left and right movement, yeah, it looked pretty solid to me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't think Jr. was saying that, yeah, that no. he lost anything. No, so not I, at no, all. No, 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 yeah, I know what you mean, but it, yeah. you know, he just he looks like he's somebody that's got to kind yeah. of get back yeah. into the flow of it. Oh, and he and he had to do that last year when he first got in there against Raceland. Yeah, you know, it just took him a while, and then he's the, the same speed, old. It's the speed of the game. Yeah, you get you you gotta get back used to having you know to speed of the game and and just. Stuff like that. The little things that you can only get through playing. Yeah, but all I was trying to say is, is that it's going to take him a little bit yeah. to kind of get yeah. in the groove of things, being off from football a year and a half. So, you know, I'm anxious and excited to see him every single week. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, to see him keep progressing because, you know, we're going to need that boy, especially next season, 100%. But, you know, going back to you, Luke, um, I know I've asked you this about three different players. I'm going to ask you again. What have you seen from Carson? Do you see him getting better every single week and, and progressing through this injury? Yeah, and I think you hit on a lot of things earlier, a few things. And from what I, the experience I had with coaching him in basketball, kid has always had an incredible motor, always been a really good teammate. He's really well liked in the locker room. And I think that's what when you say the energy, and I think Henry Clay went on a little bit of a run after he, I think it kind of did put a little bit of damper on the spirits on the sideline because what you have to understand is his teammates have watched every day how hard he worked to get back on the field that first time. And then to see it happen again, uh, you know, they've all watched him do it again. And that's what I think he sometimes doesn't want all the recognition because he just wants to go out and play and prove that, hey, I'm still Carson Wright, I can still do these things. But what he also has to understand is everybody else cares about him a lot, and has mm-hmm. they know, they know what he's gone through, and to rehab twice for that kind of injury is difficult. So to see him back out there is awesome, and everybody's just really happy for him. Um, but I think a lot of the things that you all mentioned are true as well. There's just some things that you've got to get out there and do it and see how it feels. And I think the biggest thing is even if you feel fine physically is getting to the point where you trust yourself mentally as well is that hey, I can do everything that I did before, maybe not 100%, but without fear of injury. Yeah. And I think he's going to get close to that, and those are the reps that are important. Um, so when you can get him in a game like we had on Friday, I think that's even better. Yeah. See, uh, you know, I was – right, I'm just going to be honest. I think I was talking to you about it. Mm-hmm. I was extremely surprised that he was running the ball. I'm not saying I'm a coach or anything, and I'm not saying that, you know, Coach Mike don't know what he's doing. I was just like, whoa, they're going to let him I run the ball. I think you're saying that, JR. I know. <laughs> I'm going to tell. I was like, whoa, he must be ready to go, you know, yeah, run forget, the ball. Forget so, telling mom. I'm going to tell Coach on you. Yeah, Lord. You know, well, I'm off the podcast. You worry to be the host? <laughs> but no, no I'm not. Uh, But anyway, uh, I, I was impressed. The, the couple carries he got, I mean, from a dude that just came back from that injury, I mean, he looked like he was seeking out contact, which Carson usually does. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he looked like he was still the same old Carson, seeking out contact, just needs that little bit of explosion back, and I think that's going to come with time, and then good luck. Um, that's all i got to say. Oh, yeah. Um, to kind of touch on something Luke said, the big um, – you talk to a lot of doctors, and I've had ACL surgery, and, and I guess – I don't know if anybody else here has, but the the doctors always told me, and I've heard it from other doctors talking about, you know, other athletes, saying that the mental aspect is just as big, if not bigger, than the physical aspect. Because by all, uh, by all means and purpose, you know, for all means and practical purposes here, your knee's stronger than it was before you hurt it by the time you get done rehabbing it. Okay, so it's the mental part of it that, that's very hard for a lot of people to shake. Uh, I was done playing ball by the time I blew my knee out, so I wasn't as, you know, but, but getting back in there. But, you know, the thing about Carson is he's a lot 
he's a lot mentally tougher. You know, that, that kid's fearless, and we all know this. And so the big thing with him, I think, is just to try to get him reps and, and in a, as controlled of an environment as you possibly can do it. And so, you know, if he keeps doing that, I think that's going to be all right. And another thing, too, um, having – Having Hootie back running the ball too. Oh, that never hurts. A uh, great sight to see. I God, I love. Don't you love watching that dude run the football? It's just like you know. He just didn't he just like just throw somebody the other night. I mean, literally, he's just and and he wears all that eye black and he looks like face paint and he's got that long hair. He looks like the ultimate warrior for all you wrestling (laughs) fans out there. I want to get I want to get like a ring and just let him run out there there when the game starts and he can just go out there and start shaking the ropes like this. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And I'd say he'd probably do it too. I know. But uh, now, I think it's about time we stop talking about the Phelps game. We've recapped it. Everything's good. We had a good game. JV played well. I think mm-hmm. so. They yeah. Had some, um, I'm excited about a lot of JV. Corbin play. played pretty good though. Tonight. Corbin I got played, on my board. Corbin played pretty well. Uh, Campbell Campbell played a good game. Yeah, he, Campbell now he had that's the thing. four or five special team cycles. A lot of kids. Those are the games that are critical because you know when we're playing great teams, not everybody's going to get to play, and that's just how it is, guys. But that's those are the games where you can get better as a player and and get in and and get stuff on film and and improve yourself. How can I help my team? Yeah, well, that's you, why you got to also a big that. shout out to the Panther special teams too because I don't think on a kickoff. I don't think Phelps made it past the 21. Yeah, they did a okay. good job covering. Uh, you know, Jake Rogers done done a good job with some high, you know, and deep kicks. Uh, you know, and our kick coverage team was able to get down there and, and do some good things. So, uh, you know, and, of course, uh, you know, the return of Chang, which was good. Cha Chang. Yeah. And uh, uh, so, I think he was, what, I've six out of seven on extra points or something like that the other night. Uh, yeah, I think I you missed one. Yeah, you come back from a big trip, you know. You gotta, you know. Yeah, you yeah five, of six, five of six. Five, five of six. Five of six. You know, I'm sorry. did a good job. But let's. Uh, I, I'm not going to go into the game because we've got a we got a pregame to do. You know what I mean? But yeah. I want to talk about this. And you know, since I'm the Debbie Downer on the show, if you don't know that by now, I think all of Pac-Cola I want this. I want you guys to. Relive it because we have to. Because I want to be mad. I want all of us to be mad. What was your emotions last year on November? Angry. And it was like the day before my birthday, too. I was so <laughs> mad. But, you know, angry. Shocked. More than anything. I remember Doug just walking out there. and uh, Doug walking over to me and you after the game. And we were, we were all just like, I, I can't believe this has happened. Yeah. This, this yeah, is a bad the, dream. But. That's one of those things, you know. That's a, yeah. It's one of those things that, you know, once you get snake bit, you, you know, you don't forget it. Yeah. And that's why that will probably help the next five years of kids on the on this football team. Luke, Luke, I, you were right in the middle of it. What was your emotions? I mean, I think disbelief is probably a decent word. Um, and not really in the sense that, you know, you never think that this could happen. Um, because we've been around it. Uh, it, we did it to Raceland in 2012. Paintsville did it to us in 2014. We've been on the other end of some regular season wins where you lose and vice versa. Um, but I think the hardest part was kind of struggling as the postseason went on. You know, we're not playing this weekend, and obviously the most sickening part of it all was watching Paintsville's slow march all yeah. the way to a, a <laughs> championship. And I think, I mean, really, when you look back on it, I mean that is a horrible outcome is to know that, you know, Paintsville went all the way down there and there was just nothing that we could have done about it because we failed to take care of business when I th- we I think I talked to Doug and JR about this on the on the podcast last year. If Hazard would have went on and won a state championship, I wouldn't have felt as bad as I did yeah. that we just pretty much opened the door for Paintsville. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and that, that's what killed me. I, I'll say this on, you know, this monitor right here. If if last year against Hazard wasn't happened, we'd have a ring. That's all I'm going to oh, say. Yeah. That's you, all you I'm going to say. You got to show up and play. Yeah. But you know, and but that's a lot if of it. ifs and buts were you yeah. know, handy and nuts, we'd all have a marriage. You know, we so. we had a, a very uh, uh, tough uh, uh, therapy session that, oh, that Sunday. It oh was, uh, man! You know, there's a lot of 
a lot of uh, uh, catharsis, a lot of negative energy was having to get out of. Doug almost of us. set us on fire. Yeah, uh, it, it was bad. It was really bad, but it was necessary. Yeah. But uh, uh, I think everybody remembers that, and I think it's still fresh in everybody's minds. And I will say this: I had a conversation with a certain coach uh, after the Phelps game, and I was walking by, and uh, I looked at him. I said, <laughs> "I said, please." Please take care of business next Friday. And he stopped me, and he said, I want you to do me a favor, and I want everybody on the Hell Podcast to do me a favor as well. I said, what's that? He said, if we do not knock some people on their hind ends legally, and we are not the most physical football team next Friday, I want you to bash me. For an hour straight on the podcast. I want an entire segment of just how horrible of a coach I am. We can do that, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> You've come it's to the possible. right place. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, if you give us the word, we will burn you in effigy on the air. And uh, so. also he said that he promises me one thing. There will be some hitting from our bunch this Friday. He did promise me that. And he said that it will be a hazard better bring their lunch pail. That's what he said. Yeah, they better. And I think last year you've got to give Hazard a ton of credit yeah. for what they were able to do. Because no, I do, I do. I they do. started out the regular season, I mean, it was a long time before they even won a game. Yeah. Uh, and they've got a new coach in place. Uh, so things, they could have folded up the tents and yeah. went home, especially after what happened in the regular season. They had to come back to Pikeville. Um and they just, I think, brought the fight to us a little bit. Uh, and, and we weren't expecting that. And, yeah. yeah, and especially because we jumped out quick again. Yeah. And we scored. We got a turnover looking to score again. I think everybody thought, okay, here we go again. Yeah. Yeah. And then Hazard just stayed tough in there. But I don't – I think one thing that should be cautioned this week is not to make this game necessarily no. the Super Bowl. And I think yeah. that's what the whole mantra today has been for uh, this entire season. Take care of everything day by day. The most important game on the schedule is just the next one. Yeah, yeah. So and we've said take it on care this, of business. But as this far week, as not making this game the Super Bowl, uh, uh, as far as Billy Paul Rowe is, con- is concerned, too late. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. he's already yeah, parked. He's already parked. He's already in Perry County yeah. in a hotel room. He's waiting till. No, the- no, 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 no. He's already out there at the in the yeah. parking lot at that upper echelon of the place there on top of the hill where the everybody parks he's probably already got a campfire oh, dude, he smokes he smokes me he's already he's got the smoke roasting a pig. Yeah. You know. all that being said i don't think there's going to be any chance that there's going to be a letdown necessarily this yeah. week i think i think this is a very focused group oh, going yeah. into yeah. practice this week yeah you, you i 100 agree with that that's the biggest difference between last year's team and this year's yeah, team i would uh that i can see uh so far is you know, last year's team. You know, they kind of they would kind of lose their focus at times. I can't really say that I've ever seen this group so far this year lose their focus, even when we were down big to LCA, even when you know things weren't going our way against Madison Central. Uh, you know, and things things of that nature during those times. I, I just don't think I've ever saw them completely lose focus. So that's very good. And I and think each group has a lesson to learn at some point. Oh, and yeah. I think the 2019 team had lessons to learn, and that's one of the best teams in school history. Yeah. Um, the two, coming off a very strong 2018 te- uh, season, returning a lot of guys, and we got we went into a little bit of a me- mid-season lull where yeah. we had the 9-8 win to Paintsville, 12-6 win over Raceland, where yeah. we were kind of just spinning the tires a little bit. And they had to learn, okay, we got to bring it every single week. We yeah. can't just walk out there. And I think – you know, you've got to learn the lesson from the bad things sometimes. And uh, I think that may have been a great lesson for this group last year in terms of their performance this year. And you could tell in, like, strength and conditioning and all that stuff, those boys are not only – they're not only putting the work in the weight room, it's it's showing on the field. Yeah. It's showing out there every single week. Those boys are strong and they're physical. And, you know, you could tell they got a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, we're not Every really doing anything week. differently schematic-wise than what we did from what we did last year. We're just doing it a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. You know, you mentioned it, like, last year when we played them. I personally, I can just tell you how I viewed it. You know, after halftime, I was like, it's okay. They're going to get going. We're going we're gonna to get going the next drive. We're going to get going next drive. 
and it just never got going. And you and, remember I told you during, yeah. the, during that podcast, you know, the, the Sunday after that loss, I said, I think that's what the whole team was doing. They was yeah. expecting, well, you know, we're going to hit a big play. We'll yeah. be fine. And then when it was over and it didn't wind up happening, that was, you know, that that was what they couldn't deal with. But, um, you know, definitely I'll see that out of this group this year. No, no. Well, a lot of maturity has taken place. Let's also look at this real quick. Uh, and people don't understand this. We had a very, very young, inexperienced yeah. football team that had just been plagued with a COVID year yeah. right when we didn't need it to happen because they needed all the experience they needed. You had one senior, basically, essentially, that played on defense. Uh, I mean, these were essentially a bunch of sophomores and juniors. It's still no and, excuse. No, it's not. Make an excuse. And as Luke said, Hazard didn't have the pressure on them, but yeah. we did all year. They we could. were the number one team in the state. Hazard started out, what was it, 0-4, 0-5, something like that. Nothing to lose. They had nothing to lose. Um, After – and this comes from a Hazard coach that used to coach here at Pikeville. Uh, He told me after they had beat us in the regular season – or we'd beat them in the regular season last year, they did nothing but prepare for us for a month. They're not going to be able to do that this year because they barely beat – I mean, they beat Sayre two touchdowns, but, you know – they're going to have to focus on Sayre coming into the first round, yeah, coming will. in there, because Sayre's got some athletes that can beat them. Yeah. That uh, showed me that Sayre can beat them. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and I'm sure Chad Pennington didn't show them everything he had. Nope. Um, so, they're not going to have that luxury this year like they did last year. No. Very true. But, uh, and also, you know, I don't want to discredit Hazard because even though I really do not like that school at all. I, I don't like many people over there. Let's just put it that way. I don't like two-story McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a big fan. Um, we have a Fazoli's now, so I don't uh, need to go back over there anymore. Just, but I will. I just want to give them credit. They came over there and they beat us. famous recipe yeah, closed they down. Just, they, they beat us, and you just got to move on from it. And that's and our why boys we're have. here this week. And our they boys have. beat us. Um, we beat us. Just to, uh, just to catch everybody up, they, we didn't see a big jump in the RPI. Yeah. Okay, just oh, to say, God. We, we have uh, to. Well, I mean, it's a big part of it. But, you know, you still got Russell. One, Russellville 1, Pavel 2, Country Day 3, Raceland 4, Bishop Brussert 5. Uh, Hazard number 8, Sayer number 7. So, you know, another team, that, you know, that sticks out, Williamsburg 12. So, that shapes up a little bit of 1A. And you might not see a lot of movement in that, but, you know, we spoke before the show. So, did you say we were still number one? Number two. We're two? Yeah. yeah. Russellville one. Yeah. Russellville's one. Country Day's three. Uh, Raceland's four. But you have Raceland that plays Paintsville this week that's going to determine a lot in, in that district. Uh, and, you know, Raceland plays Lawrence County. Uh, in the last week of the season. Let me tell you something. Luke, I'm, I know you've heard about it. I know this is hashtag today. I know. But um, Russellville's a good football team. Yeah. yeah, Very are. good football team. I'm sure when we get there, we will take care of that business. Uh, yeah. Well, when we get there, we take care of that business. That's for a later day. But they do. But uh, from what I've seen, Russellville's a good football team. And I want to see that matchup with us. Yeah. And then I, I, I want to, to see it. I got respect for Russellville, but we'll blow up that bridge with missiles when we come to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. and we'll be ready. If that happens, it's going to be a hell podcast and parade. Hey, guys, this is Doug Powers from the Hell Podcast. Check out our presenting sponsor, Walters Automotive Group, for great deals on your next car. When others won't, Walters will. Visit walterswill.com and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Pikeville Pediatric Dentistry and Dr. Josh are accepting new patients. Call 606-432-2773 for your child's appointment. The past two years, Dr. Josh Raleigh has been providing children of all ages with exceptional, comprehensive pediatric dental care. And tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Hey, y'all, this is Heath Robinson from the Hell Podcast. Are your tire treads getting a little thin on your car or truck? Call my good friend Jeff Coleman and his wife Melanie at City Tire and Auto for a great selection of tires for any vehicle. That's 606-437-3005 and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Hello, Panther fans. This is JR from the Hell Podcast. The next time you are in the market for sportswear, casual wear, suits, dress shirts, ties, and UK apparel... Stop by the Men's Corner. 
Give us a call at 606-433-1707 or stop by our local store at 4135 North Mayo Trail, Weddington Plaza in Pikeville, and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Hello, Panther fans. If you love good barbecue, then you need to visit Country Fine Swine. They offer pork, brisket, catfish, ribs, loaded fries, and more. They also offer catering services So if you're in the mood for some good quality barbecue food, then stop by Country Fine Swine, located in front of O'Reilly Auto Parts in Coal Run Village, or give them a call at 606-794-1591 and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. And uh, Lucas here has the AP uh, Top 10. I do have the AP Top 10. We'll go uh, reverse order here. Coming in at 10, Sayer. Number nine, Hazard. Eight, Williamsburg. Seven, Bishop Brossard. Six, Newport Central Catholic. Um, five, Bethlehem out of Bardstown. Russellville at four. Raceland at three. KCD jumping up number two. And uh, we remain at number one. Closing in almost, uh, we're closing in towards the number uh, 75 games as the number one team in uh, either Class A or Class 2A if we were Class 2A number one at any point. I'm not sure. It's just so good coming from where we come from, Luke, to see us back well, that's in that where, number one spot. And that's what I was going to mention just a second ago, briefly on Hazard. I know we're not Hazard pregame, but one thing Hazard was for a while, I think, to me and probably you, a lot of the people we played with or you played with, we went to school with, Maybe your boogeyman. they were the standard yeah. at that time. Um, you look here, 2006 when they beat us in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, after you know, basically the same thing that happened uh, yeah, carbon, last year. Carbon copy. Yeah, I mean, almost exactly. I mean, almost down to the scores on those. Then the 2008 regional championship beat us 41 to 14. 2010 still have shoulder uh, playoffs beat us 59 34. 2011 playoff state semifinals. We went up there and thought we were going to shock the world for a minute. That first half was insane. But. Yeah. The better team pulled away 57-35. And I remember vividly telling some of you know people around town, telling the players, our first priority has to be to where we can compete with and beat Hazard. Yeah. Okay, so that was really where if if we could get to that level, I thought we would be in good shape. And you know, credit to Coach Mack and the staff, they've done a great job not only getting us to that level where we can compete with Hazard and beat them, but also compete on an elite state level. So you know, from a decade ago to where we are now, just incredible uh, to see where Pikeville football is now. I wanted to talk to you about this because this was special to me. It was almost as special as 2014 Belfry, almost. Uh, do you remember the Pike County Bowl when we had them? This was the first year we played them after that 2011 loss. You remember that Pike County Bowl? Yeah, 2013. I, yeah. yeah, 2013. We led 56-28 at one point, and then they recovered. It was like two or three onside games. But how? We ended up winning 62-50. to 50. I was so satisfied that we even got a win. Yeah. Because it so much heartbreak from them beating us all those years, and they were disrespectful. I mean, there, there's. I'm not even going to, you know, sugarcoat it. They were disrespectful to us. Yeah, they beat I mean, you and let you know about it. Did they beat you <laughs> and they let you know about it? Very much so. Uh, you know, I actually went to college with one of their players, and I had a Pikeville sweatshirt on, and he literally looked at me and said, <laughs> "Like that right there." And um, yeah, it was pretty heated, but <laughs> I'll just put it that way. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was just. Mark Dixon had built a program over there. He's not there anymore, but it took Coach Mack a little bit to get us back into the thick of things. Now it's still a rivalry, even to this day. Oh, it's, and I love seeing 1A rivalry. It's the one game that I don't care how who how good you are, whatever. It's the district rivalry, and those are bloodbaths. You know each other really well. It doesn't matter how good you are or bad you are. You can always show up and win that game. It's about who wants it Yeah, in district matchups. It goes all the way back to when Doug and I played. In 1992, Doug's freshman year, my sophomore year, Hazard was the number one team in the state in single A and was undefeated going into the playoffs. They had beat us earlier that year, I think. Or no, we didn't play them. We wouldn't play, didn't play them to the playoffs. Went into the regional championship game, I think it was. No, it was the uh, second round because we'd lost our district that year to uh, Fleming Neon, Doug. You remember that? I was in eighth grade. 
You were yeah, ninth grade? Yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. The next year you was a freshman. Um, so, anyway, Hazard uh, uh, comes in there undefeated. They were good. And we go over there to their place and upset One them, the, and nobody was giving us nobody. any shot to win that game. I bet we were 28-point underdogs. I didn't even go to the game because, I mean, I'm serious. It was that big of an underdog situation, and J.P. Blair – I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. It was uh, – I mean, we threw the ball all over the place, ran triple reverse passes. Yeah. It was crazy. And Boys, Hazard was kind of the same way. They walked yeah. in thinking they were going exactly. to Exactly, yeah. And it even happened to me in junior high. Yeah. I, we go it over happens. there – We go over there to play them. Oh, everybody – not to get too far into this, but everybody's got to – everybody's got to get in – Getting uh, uh, hosed, hosed at hazard. <laughs> yeah. Story. Yeah. Hashtag hosed yeah. at hazard. Everybody's yeah. got a hose at hazard. Well, story. and that's a good point going into this game, and we'll get into it in the pregame. But um, man, you're down a touchdown or two when you pull in the parking lot. Oh yeah, yeah. they're it's painful it's racing. You're down a touchdown or two. Yeah, yeah. And that place is. That, I heard Daniel they got field. they they got a new field, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's brand new. Yeah. Uh, da- Daniel Field sure is a nice. tough place to walk out over the wind. So, yeah, uh, yeah they're definitely going to have to be ready, loaded for Bayer to come over there. Yep, absolutely. The, uh, just to let everybody know, there was no real big news in the junior high front since we didn't no. have a game uh, this week. Yeah, we, we start the playoffs this coming Saturday against Leslie County, 7 p.m. At home. At home at Hambly on Hillard Howard Field. So, Go support the junior high team, man. They're they're gonna be they're gonna be ready to play. You've uh, actually run the PA a little bit for the junior high. Mike, a few right? games, a few games. Yeah. What what have you seen? Uh, uh, have they improved the, every time you've got to watch them and all that stuff? Are you pleased with the uh, the future of the Panthers? Yeah, and I think that's something that at junior high, I think there are a few things you want to establish. Uh, you want to establish some toughness. You want uh, to make sure that the kids are enjoying football. Want to stick with it, mm-hmm. and I think there's a certain element you want them to get used to winning as well. And they've played a really tough schedule this year, so the wins and losses may not uh, be where, if you just looked at it on paper, it would be like, ah, you know, maybe they're not very good. But they've played uh, a great schedule, and I know Matt does a great job with the junior high getting them prepared uh, for what they're about to face, which is a postseason run. It's a gauntlet. Uh, yeah, and I think – one cool thing about that group is their ability. They can go under center and run it out of the wishbone, or they can spread it out, throw it around a little bit. Uh, so they're a fun group to watch, yeah. uh, and I would encourage everybody to get out there and see what the next uh, kind of generation is going to look like. I tell you what, they got some athletes on that team. Oh yeah, and they got some. They got some good linemen too. It'll start clicking, and, yeah. and even next year. You know, we're not there yet, but I'm telling you, this group will be just fine. When those wide receivers get up there in high school, all I got to say is, watch out. Yeah, we we get. I mean, the quarterbacks keep working and progressing. It's going to be fun to watch. And uh, little league, I didn't think. I don't think they played last. Yeah, it's fall break. Yeah, it's uh, fall so, break. You know. So yeah, they took the week off. So there's not much to report there. Hey folks, this is Heath Robinson from the Hell Podcast telling you about our good friends and our presenting sponsor of the Hell Podcast, Faith Pharmacy. Stop by and see Christy and the gang soon and let them show you why you got to have faith. Call 509-6337, that's 509-MEDS, free delivery in and around the Pikeville area. Tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Hello Panther fans, this is JR from the Hell Podcast. The grass really is greener here at First Guard Fence, and it's because we understand the value of fostering a unique company culture that puts customers first. Check us out at firstguardfencecompany.com to call today at 606-205-3828 and tell them the Hill Podcast sent you. Have you seen all the cool Old Row and Onward Reserve tees walking around Pikeville? Maybe noticed a little more Southern Marsh brand than usual. That's because Southern Prep carries the best up-to-date clothing for guys and girls at the best prices. Check out other brands like Jetty and Fish Hippie as seen on Netflix Outer Banks. To keep up with all the newest shipments and brands, follow Southern Prep on Facebook and Instagram. Or stop by the Weddington Square Plaza in person and say hi to Corey and the crew. Tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Hello, Panther fans. The next time you're in dire straits for a dry cleaning service that gives you more bang for your buck, all you need to do is trust the fabulous dry cleaners at Shirtless Sanitary Cleaners. Stop by and check us out today at 136 Central Avenue in Pikeville and tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. 
Hey, this is Doug from the Hell Podcast. Fall into savings when you shop Tim Short Superstore on Cassidy Boulevard. Take the short drive to satisfaction. And tell them the Hell Podcast sent you. Um, now, uh, but we do have some big news to discuss on the uh, girls' basketball front since we yeah. went on the air. And now yeah. we have to discuss this. Let me. Now, the, the, yeah, that, this is common knowledge, so it's not like we're telling yeah. tales out of school. Um, there is one girl that I saw that uh, really played Trinity Row, and I mean Cassidy always plays her tough. We know yeah. that, but there is one girl at the guard position that always gives Trinity Row uh, everything she's got, and vice versa. It's kind of a rivalry. Well, looks like she may be a Panther now. She is a Panther. Yeah, player. and that is Miss Kiara Thornsberry. Uh, guard from Belfry last year. Top three player in the region, top four. Top three, top four player. I mean, there were times last year that that girl just straight up took over games to win for them. Yeah. yeah. And she is a straight up baller. I mean, guys, I want, I want to discuss it with you. Does this just put us over the top? Or, you know, I know we still got to work and we it still got to. It certainly doesn't hurt. I, yeah. I'll put it to you that way. Uh, we go from being one of the deepest teams, not just in the 15th region, but in the state, to possibly being the deepest team in the state, uh, or one of them, uh, with the addition of Kerry Thornsbury. And I put on uh, Facebook the other day for all you old wrestling fans that, uh, you know, when uh, Scott Hall would come out and see if the crowd was for WCW or the NWO, and the crowd would go NWO, he'd go, survey says, one more for the good guys. Yeah. Well. Cares here. Survey says one more for the good guys. <laughs> they, uh, you know, what my after last season, the one thing that I took away when we played Marshall County is one, we we, we can play with the top five yeah, or ten teams in the state. Yeah, absolutely. And two is this year we need we either need another player or great post play. We got a player, and now if we have excellent post play and somebody steps up and plays really solid on on the boards and defensively. This team could not only win an all-A state title, but threaten for a state championship, the big one. Luke, I, I'm anxious to hear your thoughts on this. You know, uh, Are you excited for this move? I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure you are, but I just want to hear your thoughts on it. I've been around her a little bit. She's already been in the library a couple times uh, since she's enrolled. I, just from watching her play, and, you know, I don't know her personally, seems like a great kid first and foremost. Yeah. Uh, and – I think, uh, you know, for whatever reason, I don't know, but I know the job that Coach Orm has done uh, and the culture which she has there, and I believe um, that any additions into that culture are just going to thrive in it. Uh, of course, you know, there's the eligibility. you got to see where that falls. Yeah. Um, but I think – and I think her and Trinity are, have a good chemistry already. They're great yeah. friends. Um, so I don't think anything like that would be much of a problem. Uh, like Doug mentioned post play, I think when you talk about the girls basketball team, losing Kenzie Maynard, I think, yeah, is probably a bigger loss yeah. than what a lot of people yeah. are going to give it credit for. I mean, she was great, uh, not only offensively, but she would clear the glass on the defensive mm-hmm. end as well as be a little bit of a rim protector. I don't know as much, you know, on that side, but um, – she was great at boxing out. You know, I mean, that's that going to really be hurt. when she could stay on the floor, stay out of foul trouble. Uh, she was a big time presence, and when you get down on the state level, that's uh, something that you've really got to have. So, got to have it. Gotta you're going to be really guard oriented if everything works out, and she gets to the point where she's going to be into that lineup. Uh, so, can the post players step up in addition to that? But when you talk about, uh, you know, they've got a lot of great players. I don't mean to single any body out necessarily but when you talk about trinity row Kristen whited and kara thornsberry as a backcourt um there's i'm not going to choose any i probably wouldn't trade that backcourt for anybody's backcourt in the state it gives you you a lot of options too you know you can go with a uh you know a little bit of a bigger lineup if you need to you know if you got somebody likes to bang it down low you know you've got forward cali hall uh, you know, you've got uh, 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 Leanne Jackson. You know, you've got Riley Tice that can go down there and just, yeah. you know, get mean and gritty and gutty. Uh, and, uh, you know, plus you've also got like a three-guard rotation you can run. So, you know, Christian. And there is, yeah. other, there is other post players that uh, yeah. they could develop as well that could you know, come you've along. You've got a pure shooter in Christian White. You've got – 
probably the best defensive player on the team in Emma Ratliff. That's Emma Ratliff. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so – You've got man. You've got possibilities all yeah. over. The, and I think all you, over the place. This, the name you mentioned, if she could take a big step forward this year, Leanne Jackson, I think is a, a kind yeah. of almost an ace in the sleeve. If she comes out and can produce somewhere in that ballpark of a Kenzie Maynard, maybe as a junior, um, this team is going to be tough to beat, especially in the 15th no, region. Lord. Do, oh, yeah. I, do I feel a Hill Podcast girls basketball pizza party again? Oh, yeah. Yes. Hey, hey, and let me just say this. Hey, when football's over, man, it's going to be a Hill Podcast girls basketball yeah. extravaganza. It's going to be a basketball extravaganza. Those that's paid attention to the girls basketball team, Trinity Row is on the floor almost every minute of every game. Yeah. Now – you don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, you also, can give her a rest and let her come in there more. Uh, you know, you know, uh, have more energy, get yeah, a little bit of a, a breather. breather. Yeah. So, like, like I said, man, the possibilities yeah. are kind of endless here, and I'm sure Christie's going to have a good time if Kara gets, uh, you know, ruled eligible by the KSSAA. And let's not think it's going to come right out of the gate and be just amazing. Let's give it a little bit of time. Yeah, it takes thing. It takes a little while to jail. Same thing with our boys. You know, I'm very excited about our boys. You know, it's going to take a little while to jail. And, you know, still a lot of people complain about this when people come here, but I'm sorry, man. Greatness draws those who wish to be yeah. great and do great things. Yeah. And well, I think one of the things that's going to be beneficial for the girls when you talk about, well, how is this going to work? Trinity, I think a lot of people would say, be more selfish. Take more shots, shoot the ball more. But she yeah. really is a true point guard in yeah, the sense that she, she wants to distribute first, uh, or make the right play. I think is a better way to describe it. She, if, if the right play is for her to take a shot, I think she'll take the shot. But I, just from watching Kira play, I think she is as pure a scorer as you're going to see, kind of uh, at the girls' level. Um, so I think her playing off ball a little bit will maybe even help, kind of. And where get her, that going? Yeah, where her team wasn't as good, she was forced. She really had yeah. to get twenty points, and rebound. Yeah. You know, and now it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I was just saying she's she can be she can yeah. play point a little yeah, bit yeah. if she oh, needs that. Yeah, uh, so that would help Trinity out. You know, like I said, depth. Yeah. You know that helps you. Uh, you know, God forbid something happens to Trinity. Yeah. You know, got to miss a couple games. Well, you've got dude, you got Kiara Thornsbury. You can plug into the point guard position. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, or, or vice versa. So, I mean, uh, to me, A lot of people believe that Trinity Rowe and me being one of them and Kiara Thornsbury are the best two in that, you know, 2024 class. I would agree with that. And you got them on one team now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, whoo. You know, it's something to be excited about. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, guys. It's hazard week. It's, it's hazard week. I've been waiting on this week. I, I, I was waiting on it from November of last year. I was waiting <laughs> on this week. and This better be the game of the week for all of you uh, 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 media outlets out there. This better be the, your game of the week. I will, me, Doug, Billy Paul Rowe, uh, all of us will be down there tailgating. I'm with going Billy early. Paul. I'm yeah, going early. I'm going. I'm going to get down there as soon as I get off work. Bub, just get the truck ready. We're going. I actually, working in Hazard yeah, that day. Yeah, so I might ask to leave early that day. I'm just kidding. But uh, all right, I got one more question for Mr. Panther over here, dude. Where's our highlight films at? <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually said this this weekend. This is the first time in about a month and a half I've stayed in Pikeville over the weekend, so yeah. that's where they are. You've been enjoying life. So. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I, snapped, a, I snapped a six-game losing streak. I'd watched Florida State lose six football games in a row in person, so they finally got a win when we went to North Carolina a couple weekends ago, so that was fun. You were at that Florida State-Notre Dame game, weren't you? Yeah, almost got that one. But oh. didn't. That was the first time in Tallahassee, so that was a cool experience. But, yeah, we've been traveling a lot uh, this fall, so – I will say this, though, all the clips for the last three wins are in uh, the little projects. I just have to do all the editing and stuff. So we're getting closer. Home games are easy because, you know, the radio is already built in. But the road game at Belfry, I've got to chop all that up. So it takes a little bit longer. They're on the way. Good good Lord, you get to go and have some fun, man. I I agree with that. I just just kidding with you. I got to tell people all the time, yeah, it was easy back when I was in college and didn't have anything to do and lived at home. That's a newlywed now, man. I would go home, put the film on, start the highlight, and it would be up by Saturday morning. Things are a little different now. It just is what it is. (laughs) I got an idea, Luke, and this might make it a little easier for you. 
um, I should have maybe mentioned this to you all fair, but it just came to me. Mm-hmm. On the away games, instead of trying to find the all the radio stuff, just let me and JR and <laughs> and, and, and and Doug do the overdubbing stuff. Yeah. You know? There you go. Yeah, that, that would be cool. We would be cool. That would be cool. I wouldn't care to do that at all. That would be crazy. But uh, I'm just saying <laughs> – Listen, whenever I'm at work and I have a break or, you know, a yeah, lunch we, or whatever, we, we can do the that, first man. thing I'm popping on is Lucas Burchett, all one word. I'd be uh, I'd be like Bob Euchre. Isaac Dixon's a juvenile delinquent in the offseason. <laughs> <laughs> I always pop on Lucas Burchett and I'm watching highlight film. And it's, it's, you know, I've had a lot of people look at me and say, I don't want to watch like NFL or NCAA highlight film. I want to watch high school highlights. Oh, man, that, that, that's cool. And I like it a lot better than I do any of that stuff, just to be honest with you. So, okay, and one you've more created thing. crack, Luke. Thank you. Yeah, good job, Luke. Uh, yeah, now i got to keep supplying you're like, it. <laughs> yeah, you're like Nino Brown now. Um, now, one thing I thought was cool, i got to mention this before we get off here so I don't forget it. The uh, uh, football team runs out Friday night before the game to John Cena's you can theme thank music. Josh Taylor for that. Uh, yeah, I know, and uh, I'm not blaming anybody for that. I'm, I can hug Josh Taylor for that. When that, when that, and uh, here's the thing: I want to tell the team, man, come out, uh, come out to those, man. Find some different uh, wrestler theme songs and come out to them. That would be awesome. And well, for everybody was, who wants to, I have nothing to do with the music at the games. Please yeah, save yeah. your comments. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, okay. Oh, I'm, hold on. Another thing I was asked to bring this up. Make sure, guys, that VIP room before the games, they serve meals like they had soup, beans, and cornbread. And yeah. this is just at home games. And it's the second level uh, above the locker room. That's for everybody. If you want to come eat, it's like $10. It's well worth $10. It's well worth $10. Allison, we eat there every single week. It's awesome. They have chicken and dumplings, oh, man. stuff like that. That money goes to the football team, and it's a fundraiser. So if you can, go up there and eat at home games, before home games. Yeah. Oh, and uh, when they run out of the tunnel to uh, John Cena's theme music, I, I, I couldn't see a team running out. I didn't know what was going on. There was, it was just invisible. You're going to have to explain out. that one. Yeah. Couldn't see it. Yeah. You can't, oh, yeah. can't see me. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but you got so many good ones. You got Triple H's, which is like Motorhead. We came out to uh, DX's thing. Yeah, y'all had 2019 <laughs> that come out to DX. Stone Cold's music Stone will be Cold awesome. Stone Cold will be awesome. Yeah. Turn off all the lights, do a cane one. Uh, if y'all came out, if y'all came out okay. to The Undertaker, I would get night. chills. <laughs> okay, we can do What's this all night. We got to get out of here. This ain't the garage. Anymore. I got to cook dinner. Yeah, the loaders. State semifinals. Are loaders, are you happy with everything? Yeah, right. good job. Yeah, and you know who else is happy that this episode happened? John Collin. That's right. Yeah, right. I didn't forget. I was ready to go. All right. Thank you to our amazing sponsors, Walters Auto Group and Faith Pharmacy. You guys are awesome, and all of our other awesome sponsors. You guys, you know, took a chance on us, and we really appreciate it. We really do, and you know. Keep having faith in us. I think we're putting out better content. Hey, we got Mr. Panther on the show. Give us a chance. Give us a chance, you know. Uh, uh, like to thank also, Eunice for not eating us. Yeah, thank you, Eunice. Oh, yeah, uh, Eunice, uh, your um, your prediction was wrong this week. Uh, you got to go back. No, She's got to go back. She, she, she was picked, right. She, she picked the win. Yeah, did she, she pick us? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, she did. All right, Eunice, I'm buying you uh, whatever you want to eat tonight. There you go. And uh, please don't eat me. All right. Anyway, um, thank you to our amazing fans. Uh, we uh, we love you. You know, check us out. Check this out tomorrow. Uh, you know, we on Mountain Top Sports. Yes, on Mountain on Top Facebook. Sports, and we really appreciate it. on Facebook. Yeah, like the uh, Mountain Top Sports page on Facebook, and uh, you can catch us tomorrow at five o'clock. Loaders. Five, five o'clock. o'clock five o'clock. It'll be on the radio on ninety eight point or uh, ninety five point nine. No, the pregame is ninety eight point one. Yes, yeah. pregame's ninety eight point one, ninety five point nine for tomorrow. the podcast. Yeah. yeah, for the podcast tomorrow. It's right after KSR. If I'm correct. Uh, used to be. I don't know about now. I don't know anymore. After KSR. Yeah, after, after KSR, KSR. He yeah. says yes. Yeah, after KSR. Okay, so yeah. catch us on that. Yeah, eat it, Colin Cowherd. Yeah, hey, like, share us. We're still trying to grow. We love you guys. We're still trying to figure out what we're going to do. We got some stuff planned. We yeah, do. Yeah. And it's going to be big. So Huge. Huge. But uh, we love you guys. Thank you, Lucas, for being here. And come back, please. Yes, yeah. sir. Anytime. Rest in peace, Colin Powell. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Rest him, in peace. Him and Schwarzkopf, dude, yeah. were like two of my heroes growing up. Yeah. I love them. It's <laughs> uh, just sad. I, yeah. Rest in peace. Absolutely. Prayers go out to the family. And uh, we love you guys. And at the end of the day, 
Hail Powerful. <laughs>